Hello, everybody, and indeed, welcome to another edition of the Chicago Tony V Show. Specifically, welcome to episode 223 for Monday, January 17th, 2022. What a long, strange trip it's been, everybody. What a long, strange trip it's been. Goodness gracious, it feels amazing to be back. And I also feel like I might die. So it's a, what would we call this? It's a conflict. It's an inner conflict, an outer conflict. I don't know. One thing that I'm not conflicted on is, uh, you know, the understanding that I love doing the show. I miss you guys. Now, loving doing the show and thinking that I can still do the show or that I remember how to do the show, how it all works, two very different things. Very different things. What an interesting test it is and has been to to walk away from something you did every day, Monday through Friday, for an entire year, and then uh, just say to yourself, okay, I'm going to walk away for a while. Cold turkey, not my choice. The first part of it was my choice. I went down to sunny Florida. The second part of it was not my choice. Ended up being away much longer than I had planned. Let's see. Was it over a week longer? Something like that? It's been something like 25 days since Christmas. Something like that. Anyway... What happens in the mind? Now, of course, many mornings when I was in the groove and doing the show daily, many, many mornings, the first part of last year, my brain still said to myself, you don't know how to do this. What are you doing? What are you doing? What's going on? So I suppose it's normal now after this big hiatus to... Be thinking, okay, how do how does this work? How do I do it? Can I still do it? Have all the all the medications and supplements and all the uh, witches brews, etc., that I've been uh, taking, is this, did this somehow affect my brain, my ability to do the show? I guess we'll find out. I think for sure I'm going to be slow. I can already feel it. I feel slow right now. It's very heartwarming to see all the uh, the comments revving up. I think it's very fitting. I just want to get on the record that uh, the gold medal finish for the first show of 2022 is Amberglow. Congratulations, Amberglow. I think uh, if anyone deserves it, you deserve it. As we sit today here in episode 223, to my knowledge, Amber is completely caught up. She's listened to every episode of the Chicago Tony V Show. That's amazing. We have a new follower on Reddit. This is interesting and exciting. Odd Yogurt4872. That is a fabulous Reddit name. I'm really going to be working the cough button today and for the foreseeable future. Whatever this thing that uh, I've been afflicted with, there's really quite a cough that goes along with it. Quite a cough. It's been, it's been fun, people. It's been a real good time. Who else do I see in, on the podium? Silver medal finishes the Chicago Tank. Will the 
Good morning, Tank. Good to see you, buddy. In the bronze medal position. We know her. We love her. She's the stunning redhead. She had really quite a year last year as well. Holy bejesus. The prayer circles we had going for her in the bronze medal position. It's the stunning redhead. It's Georgie girl. Just a small town girl. Good morning, Georgie. Good to see you, dear. <clears throat> All the VIPs are filing in. Who else did I see in here? Oh, there's Robo Kitty. Good morning, Robo. Kitty, happy 2022, dear. This is super excited. The gang's getting back. It's starting to feel normal already. Silly. What a what an interesting. I see Salty. Good morning, Salty. Good to see you, buddy. Amazing. Now, you would think that over these uh, couple of weeks, I would be compiling, you know, ideas for things to talk about. Because when you do a show every day, it's like, holy hell, what in the world am I going to say this morning that I haven't already said 10,000 different ways and different times? And did I do any of that? No, I did not. No. I didn't do a single thing for the show, you guys. Did I do anything, one single thing for the show while I was down and out? I don't believe I did. That's how bad I felt. It has not been a good time for me. Not really all that great. Tank, do we have your music homework yet, buddy? We're back. We're back. Last time I talked to you guys, I was going to be heading out to Florida, which I did. I did go down to Florida. I'm not going to get into all the details, but it, because it was the most anticlimactic freaking vacation ever. I ended up... What a mess. I can't remember if I told you guys on the show or not. Now, so... Uh, normally... For travel plans and everything, right? The money pennies put it together. For some reason, I can't even remember why. I was thinking about this this morning. Why did I put that pieces of that together myself? Big mistake. Big mistake. Now, the place I stayed down in Fort Lauderdale, I'm not going to remember what it was called. Right on the beach. Very, very nice place. <clears throat> Looking it up, I thought this thing was about, uh, let's see, I stayed, the plan was stay three nights. I thought, as I was going through it, this is, it's it's about a thousand bucks for three nights. So what is that, $333 a night, something like that? I have no idea. I don't know what hotels cost, but that sounded... I don't know, reasonable. Like, okay, that makes sense. Well, no, it turns out it was a thousand bucks a night is what it really was. I mean, <clears throat> you know, it is what it is. Robo Kitty's giving music homework now, too. What is going on? Georgie says I got stronger. I think she's talking to me. 
Oh, you're talking to someone. <laughs> Robo's giving music homework. Her music homework is Soundgarden, The Day I Tried to Live. Oh my God, I love the title of that song. I'm going to have to check it out. I, I, I've done a lot of thinking, a lot of soul searching about Jesus Christ. I need to live before I die. I'm trying to figure out how to live. Uh, so yeah, so a thousand bucks a night at this uh, at this hotel, which is fine. Um, it was very very nice. I didn't, uh, you know, I didn't put a whole lot of thought into it. What I was really trying to do was, I knew I wanted to be right on the beach. I don't want to schlep around, right? There's a little Yiddish for Robo. I don't want to schlep around, right? Because when it's really hot. Okay, and I want to go to the beach. I don't want to be walking along for blocks and blocks and blocks thinking, oh, this is a schwitz. There's a little little more Yiddish for Robo. So I was right on the beach. Now, funny, just a funny, I'm not going to get into a whole bunch of details because the, 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 the trip was, let's face it, it was horrible. <laughs> The joke's on me somehow. But there was a funny moment. <clears throat> this thing was valet only. And, uh, which I didn't know when I signed up. And that's fine. Who cares? I don't know. But I, there was a funny thing. You, you had to pull your car up into this kind of roundabout, right? And just, and just get out and the, uh, let the, uh, let the fellas deal with it. And there was one time... I pulled up. I, t I drove my Prius down there. And so, as often happens when you're at a hotel with valet or whatever, is you're in a line of cars that have been left. So I pulled up, and out in front of me, Bentley. Behind me, Bentley. Behind the Bentley was a. Uh, it wasn't a Ferrari. It was uh, one of those brand new um, Corvettes that look like Ferraris. So two Bentleys and like the high, highest end Corvette and my uh, Prius. And I remember saying to the kid, please take care of this. This is my baby. <laughs> it had, they had to get a chuckle out of that. Now what's funny, so a thousand bones a night and I didn't, I, I didn't even stay the whole thing. I left a day early. Because I was feeling under the weather from this, whatever, this little bug that I have. To my knowledge, they uh, they did take care of my, my Toyota Prius. Robo says, Tony, was the $1,000 night hotel five-star luxury? Let's see. I mean, the room was, was very, very nice. One of the ways that I measure hotel rooms, all right, is by the tub. How's the tub looking? That's your main clue right there. And this place, the the first of all, the the bathroom was gigantic. So it was almost the bathroom was almost like a suite. Now that I think about it, it was all marble. Maybe a granite countertop, but the marble floor. 
uh, and they had a, a nice big tub. Now they had a separate shower that was fancy schmancy. A lot of times I think sometimes they get the showers wrong. They, they step on their own toes because they're trying to be fancy. But what ends up happening is that you're just being silly. So like the shower, this thing had to be, it was just, it was super long, deep. That's what she said. Let's see. It was just silly how deep and long this thing was. Oh man, I so rarely have a chance to actually do one of those that's what she said jokes. <laughs> so the bathroom was very, very nice. That was luxurious. Now the bed was, you know, it had to be a king bed. It was gigantic. It was great. The room was great. The setting was great. Uh, you had a, they had their own pool. They had their the bar downstairs. All that stuff. It was very, very nice. Very nice. <clears throat> so Tank's uh, wife has booked a hotel in, in Hawaii. That's fabulous. Wait a minute, did something just talk to me? I could, did, did anyone just hear my computer say something? What in the hell is going on? Was it my phone? Jesus Christ, what's happening? Anyway, I believe Tank has posted music, his own music homework. Are we gonna have dueling music homework now? This is terrific. Tank's is, uh, let's see, Candlebox, you. It's really good. Wait, Robo says, Jesus Christ, Tony. I wonder what she's saying Jesus Christ about. It's the voices in your head, she says. I could swear that some sort of Alexa sounding deal just said something. I could swear. Tank and Robo are going to fight it out on the music homework. <laughs> this is going to be interesting. So, but I left, as I said, I left a day early because I was feeling under the weather and I thought, this is not good. And then it was the drive back, leaving a, a, a day early and not feeling the best. Really got me in touch with how much driving I was looking at. It was not fun. A lot of driving. But I'm sure that that's going to be the the uh, that that that's the first and last time ever that uh, my beautiful Toyota Prius will be flanked on either side by Bentleys. First and last time. And and secretly, I I, I just thought to myself, I I, I was beaming with pride. I was, one, what did I say, one of four cars, two Bentleys, the, the Corvette that's trying to look like a Ferrari, and my 2018 Toyota Prius. And I was beaming inside with pride. I didn't, I didn't say any shit to the people around, but I just thought, I'm the most sensible, sensible motherfucker on this, in this building right now. All you people, Bentleys, Jesus Christ. How can you, I don't care how much money you have, how can you justify owning a Bentley? It's silly. 
Salty says, I couldn't imagine making that drive sick. It was an ordeal, Salty. It was an ordeal. I had to dig deep. There's no doubt about it. Quite a deal. And, you know, it's been an ordeal since then. Holy cow. I, I, I have watched so much TV because what happened is I got to the point where I just decided all I can do here is uh, sit in a chair for days on end. That's pretty much what I was good for. Good Lord, I watched a lot of TV. And it's funny, the circle of emotions, the range of emotions you go through, a person like me. Uh, because there was this big period of time where I was kind of grateful. It's like, thank God there's so much programming because all I want to do is sit in this chair. And so I sort of enjoyed it. But then uh, after days and days, really, I, be- I began to resent it. Even though it was my friend. It was, it was almost my only friend. Now, one of the things I do want to say, <clears throat> in all seriousness, I-, I got on Reddit the other day and ranted about this a little bit, but I just want to get it on the record in the form of this show. <sighs> you know, so... Many, and you guys know who you are. I mean, hell, it's every, it's pretty much everyone in this live stream, as far as I can tell, for starters. But so many people reached out to me and well, wish, well wishes, texts, phone calls, emails. How are you doing? How are you feeling? Is there anything you need? You know, do this, do that. It was just tremendous. I, I really want to thank you guys. Um... I really want to thank you guys. Georgie has a good point. She says, hold on, hold on, cough button. She says, staying at a $1,000 a night hotel doesn't exactly seem sense, uh, scream sensible, Tony. This is very fair, dear. This is a very fair comment. But um, let's think about it. Let's think about it. All right. That was a mistake. I mean, if I had realized this thing was a thousand bucks a night, I would have gone somewhere else. I don't need, I don't feel any sort of need to stay in a place like that. So, so that's the first thing. It, it was an honest mistake. Now you can't accidentally buy a Bentley. Oops. <laughs> okay. Then the other thing too is uh, my hotel, it was just a little blip. It's a mistake that can very easily get out. Not get out of, but just you it's it's a little mistake and I went on with my life. Whereas I mean I drive a Bentley off the lot. I've lost immediately I've lost thousands and thousands of dollars. It depreciates as soon as I drive it off the lot. I'm just saying. But uh, you've got a point there, Georgie. Robo says, (laughs) see, I think she's defending me a little bit. 
She says, Gigi, though I can relate when I pick up a box of crackers in the supermarket, and I thought they were $5.49, but they were in the wrong spot. That happens sometimes. Yeah. They're actually $6.29, but I've already waited in line. I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> Robo, that that sums up that is exactly my situation. Exactly. It's like I'm already into this. Life goes on, whatever. The problem with those high-end hotels, by the way, I mean, obviously the setting was very, very nice. That's great. Whatever. You know, but but then everything involved is is just top dollar. So, for example, if I wanted there, there was a restaurant, at least one, I think, in the bottom of this thing. You know, so if I wanted to just go down and have breakfast in the morning, I mean, it's still silly, ridiculous. That that's it's silly, right? You know, I don't know, fifty bucks for a couple of eggs and a mimosa or some shit. It's just dumb. So, so then it becomes a pain in the ass, which is what they're counting on. You know, they they want you to. They know it's a pain in the ass to go somewhere else, which is why they charge you know four times what something's worth in the restaurant. Robo says, how much are Bentleys? I don't really know. They're, I mean, a couple hundred grand, right? Last time I sort of checked. There's a Bentley dealer in Chicago that uh, I go by every once in a while. It's on Ogden. They sell, what do they sell? Bentleys and I think Lamborghinis, I think. Tank says, my box of coffee that was $19.99 went up to $22.99. 10% increase. Over over what period of time, Tank? For 80 of those pods. Those pod things are, I'm, I'm starting to wonder. I do the pods. I, I do uh, Dunkin' pods. I'm just starting to think to myself, is this really worth it? And the reason is I'm running out of those things all the time. It feels like every other day I turn around, it's like, oh, I'm through a box of those pods. Now I got to get more. Sure are convenient, though. Georgie says, get one of those reusable pods. You can fill it with regular ground coffee, which is cheaper. This is true. And true to form, this is going to give you guys some insight. So I have the reusable pods. They are unused, and I have no idea where they are. I know they're somewhere in my house. I've never used them. I always, I'm big on backups and backups of backups. So I have those reusable things. All right, I think, uh, okay, Robo looked it up. 2021 Bentley MSRP is 177K to 245K. you know there it is salty says not gonna lie i like nice things and staying slash traveling first class i'm a bit spoiled 
it is nice. It does it does feel nice. The way I look at it is I think it's what I like to do is stay in touch with just roughing it. Just in case. I, I think I think it all that always needs to feel normal just in case, right? So like my stay at the Bentley place, all right? That felt that felt very normal to me because of my childhood, right? The types of the types of places we would go to as I was, you know, kind of approaching college age and my dad was doing so well. They did they were just wealthy and we went to just very comfy places like that all the time. <clears throat> and uh I just, I like, I, I don't want that to ever feel like that's what I need. That would be, that's where you just don't want to be there. And of course, that's not what Salty is saying. He's just saying he kind of likes it, you know? So Tank's coffee went up 10% in like a, uh, in a couple of weeks. Robo, I maybe is is kind of disparaging me a little bit. Robo, are you a believer in the in the uh, pods? I can't remember how you make your coffee. You don't do the pods, do you? I don't think you do. Oh, Georgie, bless your heart. Georgie has admitted she has the reusable pod, and she also never uses it. This makes me feel so much better. God love you. Thank you for being honest, Georgie. That's hilarious. <laughs> that, um, okay, yeah, Robo brews her coffee. There's a little stretch on Ogden Avenue in the Chicago area that if you're a car guy, which I am not, um, it, it, it's it's heaven there's uh let's see going east to west i think the first one you come across is the uh, ferrari dealership that's on the south side of the street and i will say i mean over the years i've stopped at probably every one of those dealerships that's along there and uh i was recently within the last year or so i must have stopped at the ferrari thing just because I know I've seen some newer Ferraris recently, so it must have been there. I can't, I mean, where else would I have? Anyway, those those are freaking beautiful cars. Works of art. Works of art. They've still got it. Let's see, what else? I can remember now, or I'm going to forget, I should say, the order. Um, I'm trying to, I mean, there's Porsche there somewhere. I think that's also on the south side. There's, uh, uh, as I said, Bentley, um, Lamborghini. I think those are like either next door to each other or the same dealership. I'm not sure. And the Bentleys are freaking beautiful. I was also within the last couple of years um, around a <clears throat> Bentley at a dealership. 
And uh, I mean, they are freaking gorgeous. There was, there was no reason for anyone to ever own one of those cars. Let's see what's happening in the comments. Inflation. Someone's talking about inflation. Salty, it's salty. Salty says this Biden dude is killing it with inflation. He's been a success if that was the uh, metric. Oh, that's right. Robo mixes her coffees up. I've pieced this together over time. But then what I do is I always forget these types of things. Oh, speaking, there's one thing that was very interesting. So <clears throat> getting back to this hotel room for a second, which this made me laugh. I, imagine this. I did get a notice in the email before I left. Actually, now that I think about it, this is what made me sort of go look at the cost of this thing here. Now it's coming back to me now. I got an email before leaving. I actually got several saying this is very important. You have to sign this disclaimer. Oh, okay. What I wonder, I mean, the first few times I got the email, I completely disregarded because I mean, anyway, but <clears throat> finally it's like, oh, they've sent it to me like five times. I better open this up. This disclaimer, okay? And this thing said something like, uh, you will be, here's all the things you will be charged extra for in case you need them. One of the things was like, uh, you're on a, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna paraphrase what they said. You're on a, a, a toilet paper count. Don't go crazy on the TP or we're gonna charge you. <laughs> what the fuck I've never seen that before ever what else they were going to charge me if I needed extra maid service they were going to charge me if I uh, uh, needed extra towels there were all these silly things it's like that's going to be a charge even soap if you need extra soap it's going to cost you so I started to think what, what the hell have I signed up for what is this place and it made me go back to my receipt and everything. And that's when I realized, Jesus Christ, I'm paying a thousand bucks a night for this place. <laughs> so you have this interesting juxtaposition. This this thing, this thing was, uh, I mean, uber expensive, a super nice place, but they nickel and dime their people. Anyway, there was like an espresso maker. I had totally forgot. I Maybe I snapped a picture of this thing. I think I did. I'm going to have to go through. Think of like a Keurig, but for some like legit Italian espresso machine, this was the most delicious. I don't know how they did it. It was, it's a pod type of deal, but it's very different from the Keurig, how Keurig does it. But this thing made the most delicious cup of espresso. I ought to look back because I had, I had as many espressos as I could find in that place. 
and I'm sure I went over my allotment. Lord knows what they charged me for that shit. The interior of what looks like a Jeep Wrangler, Salty? Salty says they look cool on the outside and are freaky fast, but the interior looks like a Jeep Wrangler. Is it? Is this the... Oh, Tesla's. I'm, I'm, you'll never, I am not a Tesla dude. That's going to be a, a car of last resort. Robo says, do the extra charges even matter at that point? That's a, that's a very good uh, point, Robo Kitty. And it's fair. And no, they don't matter. Which is, which to me is why it's so silly. It's just, just. It's like, just tell me what the price is. If you wrap, if you wrap in all their bullshit, I remember too, <clears throat> when I got there, the other thing they sprung on me was, uh, I remember being at the front desk and they're like, uh, yeah, there's uh, some sort of, you know, resort fee, whatever. And it's... It's like, uh, that's going to be, uh, it, it was, let's see, it was, uh, 600 bucks. So that's, that's an extra $200 a night. So really it's 1200, it was 1200 bucks a night. It, it does kind of drive me nuts. It's like, just tell me what the fuck it is up front. Just tell me what it is. Don't nickel and dime me with these silly games, but maybe... <clears throat> I guess that happens to wealthy people all the time. You guys agree the interior of Teslas are, are not impressive? I've never been inside one. I I don't ever care to go inside a, side one. I certainly don't want to be driven around by by their AI. That would freak me out. Is it Lavazzo tank? That rings a bell. The only problem with the Lavazzo blue pods is you have to get them online. Is this machine maybe a Lavazzo? That's what I have, the Lavazzo blue. Robo, I'll have to look up the name of the hotel. And I don't... Yeah, I'll have to look it up. I can't remember. The fuck was it called? I'll have to look it up. Right, right across the street from the beach. Um, Lavaza, that really rings a bell, dude. That's delicious. That's what you drink every morning. I, I swear to God, I might get one of these things. What are their pods cost, Tank? I'm curious. This actually, this so made my day. You guys don't even know they, that 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 coffee was delicious. And you know they they give it to you in the little the little cup, so you feel like a giant. You know, you feel like you walked into some sort of Lilliputian coffee shop. 
and you're a giant and you're drinking out of their little toy cups. That stuff is legit. Let's see. 50 bucks for 100 pods. 50 bucks for 100 pods. I, that, that really makes me wonder. I wonder what I pay for the uh, Dunkin' Donuts pods. I don't know. But I mean, if I, if I got one of those coffees at, uh, at the Starbucks, it's going to be way more than 50 cents a, a rip, right? Will Starbucks even give you one of those wooden coffee stirrers for less than 50 cents? I don't know. Baby coffees. I don't know how long my lungs are going to hold up doing this this morning. Yeah, how many do you... So, I drink... Typically, each day, I do two of these Dunkin' Donuts. Now, if I did those little Lilliputian coffee cups, I wonder how many I would drink. Now, it's more concentrated, right? Like, drinking one of those little cups of coffee is still as much caffeine as a, as a, a regular cup, right? How many do you drink in a day, Tank? It's funny, that was the, uh, that was one of the highlights of this cursed trip, is discovering that machine. I can remember sitting, uh, sitting there and just thinking, oh man, this, uh, this health situation might really break bad. But these little midget coffees sure are lovely. I remember that. Tank drinks 10 Keurig a day. So do you do the Keurig at work, Tank? It's weird. I, I can feel my lungs collapsing now. Collapsing. I haven't talked this much in whatever. Almost a month. I figure the Keurig is probably at work. The uh, Lavazza is is at home. Is that an, an Italian company that makes these things? It tasted so legit. I, I just instantly felt like... And I suppose there's different pods you can get, right? I'm sure... Uh, <laughs> Georgie says, good lord, that's a lot of coffee. That is true. That is one hell of a lot of coffee. Whatever. Sure is good to be back with you guys. I I know for a fact that I'm uh, <clears throat> mailing in a substandard show. I'm not mailing it in. But I know it's substandard. But what the... What the hell are you going to do? I honestly, um, I got to the point where I just thought, I know I'm not going to feel up to doing the show, but it's like, at some point you got to get, get on with your life. 
So I kind of determined yesterday, I determined I'm going to do this kind of no matter what, no matter how I feel. I'm going to do a show tomorrow, I thought to myself yesterday. Here we go. Call from Robo. Robo Kitty, happy day off. How are you, dear? Happy day. Call. <laughs> What's going on? Hello, everybody. I missed you guys. This is awesome. <laughs> Robo, I've said it to you before. It is fascinating to think think back to that first time you called, and you were, uh, let's say, a little timid. You were elusive, as mm-hmm. always. Yeah, super anxiety. But now you're just like, let her rip. Let's go. Yeah, I figured we could do the mailbag together. Oh, mail. Oh, I, I was actually, I was afraid you were going to say, look, guys, I can't do this. I got to go. So I was like, oh, my God, you can call in. You're, tr- you're trying to just keep me occupied, right? So I forget mm-hmm. about yeah. my woes. Oh, my God, that's hilarious. All right, dear. Let's say that's a, that's a really good thought. Let's see. Let's see what's in the mailbag. Let's see what's going on. Um, Okay. Let's see. Dear Tony, what do you think was your peak age physically? Like, when did you feel you were at your best and how old were you? This is from John from Grand Rapids, Michigan. That's a weird question. Holy cow. Probably, probably a month ago. (laughs) Now that's for you, dear. That's when you. That's when you were at your. No, peak, no, peak you. Are, f- my peak. You think was a month ago? Oh my god. Well, I mean, you were doing better than you are now because then you got sick. So true. And Here. I know you were dieting. You're eating healthy. <clears throat> I was. Uh, sadly, a lot of that went out. Uh, went out the window, which I feel horrible about. I think, uh, you know, I don't know if this is normal or not, but uh, when I get sick. It's hard for me to follow routines and especially, mm-hmm. and also when I'm on the road. So I had kind of the double right. whammy, you know, which is a total pain in the ass. But so I got to well, get. Takes, it takes a long time to like redo your routines as an adult. And yeah. I try to um, like be consistent with that stuff because I know that it, it won't take that long, but it, but it takes a lot of willpower to start new routines. Oh, God. Totally. Totally. So I, I would say, well, so how about for you, dear? When was your peak physically, do you think? Maybe you I have. I don't know. It really depends. Like, maybe actually now I, I'm, I'm doing really good. So it might, it might, I mean, it, it depends because, like, I didn't have any joint pain when I was, you know, 25, but yeah. I wasn't very healthy. So. Um, you know, then I had all the joint pain and injuries and now I'm eating so healthy that, you know, all that stuff is kind of going away and I feel great. That's really really good. That's really good. So physical condition was. Yeah. Now for me, first of all, you're absolutely correct. Again, that... It certainly ain't the past 25 days or whatever. I'm not in my peak physical condition. I think for me, now I'm 51 years old. I've said it so many times before. I can see the clubhouse. I'm on the back nine. I'm well. 
I mean, I'm well on the other side. So I honestly think for me, probably when I was like 25 years old, maybe 28, that was probably the, the pinnacle. I think that was the pinnacle. Like I felt great. Mm-hmm. I had all my, I had all the wits I was going to have. I didn't have all the experience, but I had all the wits. It's weird. It's like now I have obviously way more experience and knowledge than I used to have, but I'm also old. So I don't know. Yep. That's a weird question though. What an interesting question. It is. It's, it's, it's something that you would think would be like a straight answer. And then I'm yeah. thinking about it. I'm like, well, what does that even mean? You know? Totally. Totally. All right, here we go. Next question. Dear Tony, help me settle a bet with my brother. Who do you think is the best U.S. president of all time? This is from Ken S. <laughs> What's oh, it? man. I don't have any answers for that. Cause, um, I don't know. Uh, I just started paying attention to politics in like the last two years. Yeah. So I have no idea. That's a good out. That's very way to deflect the question that's nicely done um i'm gonna say for me not just because he was the only catholic president that actually has nothing to do about it i actually i think uh john f kennedy i'm gonna say for me mm-hmm. um, well, how long was he president for because i am confused i've never looked into you know, into how long he was president, but wasn't he shot at his inauguration? No, so he like, was... <clears throat> uh, and it is his inauguration parade? No, this was... Uh, he was shot in Dallas. He would have been president for um, just less than a full term. He was... The parade was... He was basically campaigning for his re-election. Oh, so I he was, it was his inauguration day. No, it was his re-election, and he, so he was, now, of course, that was, uh, I, I think, I, I want to say he had been president for, um, three, three years, and then he was campaigning during that last year, essentially, and, uh, was shot in Dallas, but, um, there, you know, anytime a president gets, uh, assassinated, now they would have us believe, right, that it's, oh, it's some nut job, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, how and, many presidents of ours have been assassinated? Well, that's a great question. Let's see. Uh, McKinley, maybe was who's the first one? That's maybe a great question. Um, obviously, uh, Lincoln. Um, let's see, Kennedy, Lincoln, McKinley. I don't know. That's a great question. Uh, uh, Teddy Roosevelt was shot, but his uh, he was not killed. The bullet hit. He had like a Bible in his pocket, and the bullet hit like a Bible. That's ridiculous. <clears throat> Tank says he banged uh, Marilyn Monroe automatically the best. You know, uh, I have this theory, believe it or not. I have this theory that the... The Kennedys, um, certain certain uh, powers that shouldn't uh, shouldn't be, 
mm-hmm. have wanted to kind of smear the Kennedy legacy. Because again, getting back to why he was assassinated, he was trying to do things like he tried to uh, shut down the CIA. Um, he had right. he had signed the papers to um, pull all the troops out of Vietnam. This is this mm-hmm. is way before. This this would have saved so many lives. He was totally out. He's a done deal. And uh, when um, after his assassination, um, when uh, what's his name? Rubbo, who was his vice president that became president? I don't know. <laughs> I can't. I, I can't know. believe I can't think of it. It'll come. I feel to like me. I should. I'm like embarrassed that I don't know this. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the guy reversed Kennedy's um, directives mm-hmm. to pull all the sh- like, like on the first day um, when he took over for Kennedy. So there were all sorts of good stuff. Yeah, thank you, Georgie. LBJ. LBJ was the uh, took over for Kennedy, and oh. anyway, was he then elected afterwards? Or? Yeah, he yeah he did win the the subsequent election. So he, yeah, he he spent, I guess, less than a year taking over for Kennedy. Then he was elected. But he did not have a second term, though. Mm-hmm. I wonder how the inner circle there really works, like who's really in charge. You know, there, there are, uh, speaking of LBJ particularly, um, one of the uh, one of the inner people, there's a, a Colonel uh, Fletcher Prouty, who was um, he worked for Kennedy. Uh, he was uh, he was real high up in the military and in the government, and he actually he wrote books afterwards and he did all sorts of speeches and stuff. And he um, he talked an awful lot about kind of how the inner circle worked and everything. And one of the fascinating things about um, LBJ, for example, at that time is, you know, he knew just like everyone else knew, you know, this wasn't some nut job that just uh, shot Kennedy out out of the window. That's not the way that stuff works. But LBJ... I listened uh, the other day to that uh, Joe Rogan podcast with um, the the guy who made the... Stone, Oliver um, Stone, yeah. Documentary, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, that's a great documentary. About like who uh, assassinated um, Kennedy. Yes. And so Fletcher Prouty, the guy I was just mentioning, he was Mr. X in that movie. The Do- Donald Sutherland uh, mm-hmm. character in that movie was, uh, yeah, Fletcher Prouty. Um, <clears throat> anyway... LBJ was wondering, and he had sort of asked internally, were some of those bullets meant for him? Like he had to ask around, like were they were they re- really trying to shoot me? You know, so he didn't know what was going on. Anyway, I don't know. I'm going to say Kennedy was the best president here. That's what I'm going to say. Hmm. Let's see what else is in the mailbag. Okay, dear Tony, I just found out my boss is cheating on his wife. With one of my coworkers, I'm so heartbroken. I met his wife Ooh. at our holiday party, and she is so terrific. 
We became fast friends. Now this. We exchanged numbers at the party and talked about hanging out in the future. So my question is, should I tell her what is going on? I don't know if I can live with myself if I know, but don't tell her. Will I get fired? And is that even legal if I do get fired for doing this? This is from Pam K. Holy cow. Well, it's not slander if it's true. But um, honestly, did you, unless you have like definitive proof that they did sleep together, you don't know. I mean, if you say you found out that he's cheating on his wife with somebody, like, how did you find find out? Like, people talked about it. Somebody told you. You saw them flirting. Like, you, I don't know if this person really knows that he is. So, without like definitive proof to go and call the wife and say that and start a whole bunch of stuff, yes, you're gonna get fired and your job is gonna be miserable. Like, unless you have a new job lined up, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't get involved in that. I totally agree. Plus, I would point out, dear, that, okay, she just met this. First of all, being friends with your boss's wife, I think that's a little weird anyway. Yeah, you shouldn't be friends with your boss or your boss's wife. Yeah, I think that's just kind of strange. But then also, it's not like they're good friends. She just met her at the holiday party. Right. So... You don't know anything about their relationship. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know if he's cheated five times in the past that she caught and he was caught. You don't know if the wife cheated on him five times in the past. Like, you don't know anything about them. You met her. She was nice, right? At a party. You met her at a party. You don't really know what she's like. Yeah. Like, you're going to get involved in some kind of, like, love triangle with your boss you know, now you're going to be in that story, involved in that story, a part of it, if you start talking. Totally agree. Now, it's funny, here in the comments section, Georgie, George, Georgie takes the other tack. She's like, she says, tell her, be a human being with compassion and tell her. I think in the past, Georgie has been a fan of just let her rip and spill the beans. Tank says no. Yeah, but this is uh, this is self this is like self preservation. So she, so this this person is going to lose their livelihood and their rent or mortgage payments mm-hmm. because these assholes cheat on each other. Like it's it's not worth it. Like you can't you can't help other people and destroy yourself because that's what that is. Yeah. So is that really worth it? All these assholes that cheat on each other to like destroy your life? I don't think that's worth it. Totally. Again, I keep going back to they're not even friends. She she found the boss's wife to be a lovely person. She just met her. Right? They're not even, they have no history. Yeah. I mean, if if she really wants to tell the wife, there are ways. You know, if you want to, if she wants to find some anonymous, uh, make a, have a, an anonymous phone number and like a voice changer or something, like if you really want to tell the wife about it, find some way to do it that way. Because that's right. That's the whole point is that you want her to know. Yeah. And if you do, you can't put yourself in jeopardy. So if, if that's really something you want to do, go all the way and be like a secret agent. 
I kind of like that idea. Yeah. I, I still also, it would be nice to know more about how do you have, how, what's the proof? What's the level of evidence here? And I mm -hmm. guess I would say, you know, be real careful. Like, in, unless you really feel really good about it, I would still kind of walk away. Mm -hmm. But I like that and idea. And says the wife and worker have been friends for a month. First of all, they're not even friends. They met at a party and they talked and, you know, it's, they're not friends. Yeah. Even. Yeah. So I, I I agree with Tank. Like they 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 don't even know each other. And yeah. of course, I I agree with Georgie that the principle of it to tell somebody, absolutely, I'm on board with that. But you know, you can't destroy your life for someone else's marriage. Yep. It's not like, and and it doesn't even sound like she really knows for sure. I, oh, I, I agree. I think that's the thing. She doesn't... If she had been friends longer, and if it wasn't her mm -hmm. boss's wife, I mean, mm -hmm. there's a lot of weird circumstances with this one that just makes... I, my thing is just be real, real careful. You know, another way to look and, at it... And, and George, Georgie said I couldn't live with myself keeping a secret or like that. But uh, this is... It should be about the wife... You know, not not okay. Like wanting her to know about and stuff because it's you know fucked up to be cheated on. But um, but if she cares about, it should be about the wife, not not about like like the conscience of being like I can't keep this a secret. You know, like it should be more about like well, uh, I don't know what I'm saying anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I get anxiety talking. Whatever. Just just you know, when I call in, I I have a lot of anxiety. Well, I mean, I would expect that. I still do. I mean, it's not like that got any better. So, I mean, with how famous and important I am and everything. <laughs> Just kidding. All right. Okay. Are you ready for the next one? I think we've done that one justice. Yeah. Oh, you're going to love this one. Right up your alley. Hey, Tony, who you got? Going all the way to the Super Bowl. What two teams? <laughs> Phil from Orland Park, uh -oh. Illinois. Uh, Rubbo, we'll get through this one quick. I'm sure you're, every bone in your body wants to hang up right now, right? <laughs> How dare we bring sports into the Chicago Tony B Show? All right, I'm going to do it short and sweet. And if you have an answer to this, Robo Kitty, feel free. Uh, I say Chiefs Broncos. Chiefs Broncos. Who you got, Robo? Nobody? Which is fine. No. Okay. I don't know anything about that. You don't follow football at all? I respect that. I do not. It's it's a silly... Following any sports is silly if you really think about it. Okay, here's, here's well, a good one. Well, I don't one. know. They're no, you... pretty amazing how they're... Now, I, I know now that like with my job and how easy it is to get injured... Yeah. After doing like physical work all the time, that you have to be in like peak physical shape, it's uh, I, I have a little more respect for uh, sports and stuff and what they what they're doing. Yeah, I I saw a guy. I was at a football game once. This is years ago. Where was I? Let's see. I'm trying to think of who was playing. 
It would have been either Bears or Colts. Those are my two teams. So I was either at the, not that it matters where I was, I was either at the, at Soldier Field or at uh, the Hoosier Dome, probably, for the Colts. Anyway, I saw a dude. They were shitty seats. They were end zone seats. But this play happened right in the end, right in front of us. This defender, uh, uh, at the end of the play, his, I'll never forget, you could see it plain as day. His, one of his feet, his right foot was pointed backwards. It was completely turned around 180 degrees. And it's like, like did, did it break or something or he was fine? Oh no, he was not fine. He was laying there and his foot oh. was backwards. Oh. Like it wasn't like an instant thing. <laughs> it's like it was backwards and it stayed backwards. Yeah, that's so pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I had a patient one that uh, was outside of, on Valentine's Day, was outside of a bar. She wasn't, she was a little drunk, but, uh, you know, she was a little tipsy, yeah. but that had nothing to do with it. And she, she had sh- like, sh- like kitten heels, like short heels, like, I don't know, less than an inch heels. And it was snow and ice everywhere, but she didn't even step on it. She just slightly like bent her ankle, and she, and uh, we thought her ankle was just broken, and uh, it was actually uh, uh, fully amputated. The uh, it was hanging on by like a piece of skin. Huh, that's yeah. horrific. It's horrific. So the Packers Chiefs can't happen. Tank is did I name two? Are the Chiefs NFC? They must be. Anyway, what the hell do I know? Um, let's get to a non-sports question, dear. Hold on. Okay, hey Tony. Do you think hey Tony and Robo, do you think society is going to quote go back to normal unquote eventually after this flu deal blows over, or do you think we are changed forever? If we're not going Wait back... Wait a second. Did these come in in real time? What? Did these come in in real time? Because they're addressing it to both of us. No, no. I just threw that in. I did that. Oh, okay. I ad-libbed that. It just says, hey, don't. Okay. Oh, my God. I figured you would understand that. That's hilarious. No. Oh, my God. I love that so much. <laughs> Tricked me. You got me. <laughs> No, these, this is probably, I'll bet, I mean, this is probably at least a week old, this question. Oh, okay. As, as you can imagine, we are so way behind on the mail. But as a matter of fact, I had Becky um, just respond back to all the ones that were like holiday related. Like, what should I buy someone for Christmas and all that shit? Because mm-hmm. it's like. Oh, did you answer them? Personally? Uh. Uh, well, someone posing as me might have answered them. Let's just leave it at that. I did. At least they were answered. I get, you want to, I mean, I get a lot of mail. (laughs) It's insane. It's insane. So. I'm sorry. I interrupted the whole question. Did I even get into the question? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let me finish it. Let me start. Let me start over. 
Hey, Tony, do you think society is going back to normal eventually after this flu deal blows over, or do you think we are changed forever? If we're not going back, what do you think we are moving toward? In other words, what will society look like when we are through this crisis? Love the show. This is from Felix from Orlando, Florida. All right. What do you, how do you, what are you thinking, Robo? Wow. It's a big, you know, it's a big, deep question. I have so many thoughts on this that I, I feel like I don't even want to get into them because I could talk for like the next hour about this i don't know how to prioritize my thoughts no i hear you i totally hear you i think uh yeah it's like how do you and of course you and i talk about this stuff offline a little bit too there's a little there's a little peek behind the behind the scenes at the chicago tony v show yeah um it's so it's like how do you i mean we could be on the phone for for an hour and 45 minutes talking about this question so that's right uh, Tank says, we are changed forever. One guy tried lighting his shoe on fire on a plane 20 years ago, and we yeah. still take our shoes off at the checkpoints. What a great point, Tank. What a great point. Fabulous. Georgie agrees the world has changed forever. Robo's double-dipping, talking to me on the phone and commenting. Georgie is the queen of that as well. She, She's always been good at that. Uh, the waters have been like muddied. Does that make sense? That's the term, right? Waters have been muddied. Or yeah. Something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. On by so many interests that they made it impossible for people to sort it out unless they spend their entire lives, well, like current lives, uh, investigating and making sure that they have all the information. Yeah. And people are just like, even the ones that have been trying with that are just completely exhausted from it. And that was the point of certain trust to do that. So, and then people are going like insane because of it and they just don't know what's real anymore. And so, and then those people who muddied the waters bring those people into the spotlight to make it look like they're crazy. And so nobody knows what's going on anymore. Mm-hmm. Also, people are at home. So unless you're like boots on the ground, you don't know what's real. And yeah. in my realm of things, I know what's real on the ground, but I still only have a small window. So I know what's real in that one aspect, but I don't know other things. Yeah. So, I, I mean, it's, it's a fucking mess. And unless we have like, uh, you know, we have like historians that look into something that was going on 300 years ago, let's say, have all the evidence, all the things cataloged where they can say, this is history and what happened at that point in time. And I think that's what it's going to take to figure out what happened here is in hundred years if they could go back and look at all the evidence and after things have been declassified let's say um yeah i don't think we're gonna get to the bottom of it and i think people are gonna just give up and no i don't think we're gonna go back to normal anymore i did before but i think it's too late yep 
Yeah, I think uh, <clears throat> one of the things I've learned, so I guess for, it's like, where do I start? First of all, I think um, there is a reason that they don't teach history in school. Now, they have a class called history class or whatever, or social mm -hmm. studies or whatever, but they don't they don't teach um, real history in school. And, you know, <clears throat> I think the older I get, you know, I can kind of um, see why, you know, it's like it's like governments, they want to they want to do things right. They want to they're going somewhere. They have mm -hmm. agendas and that's sort of agenda. Yeah. yeah. And it's like the, the, yeah. <laughs> the last thing they want to do is have a populist that can say, oh, boy, this thing you're trying to do right we now right, sure though. does remind yeah. me of these other four things you did in the past. So now I got really lucky, I think, because um, <clears throat> I, I, you know, I, I. I found, you said historians, right? Well, one of the things I've learned over mm -hmm. time is um, there are historians, there, there are true historians, which sound, that sounds like a real um, pompous thing to say. But I, mm -hmm. so what do I mean when I say like real historians? Or uh, Richard Grove um, uses a term called forensic historian, which is basically... It means using reality and and real um, historical artifacts, you know, things like source documents, et cetera, yeah. et cetera, okay, to, and then connecting those dots versus there are other historians that you, you would maybe use a different term. Maybe you would use the term propagandist, mm -hmm. you know, for example. Like there are, um, there are quote unquote historians um, <clears throat> who will, we were talking about JFK earlier, the JFK assassination and Oliver Stone's movie is tremendous. And it's it, one of the things that's so crazy about that movie is it's, it's very consistent with the actual historical record, the actual reality at that right. time. Okay. But then take a, a quote-unquote historian who's really a propagandist. Like, so I could pick any number of books, but like, um, let's say Vincent Bugliosi, um wrote a book on Oswald. And it's just, it's it's complete and utter hogwash. And it's, it's mm -hmm. so why the hell did I start talking about this? Oh, anyway. I got lucky. What happens? What I've learned over time, I think it's so critical to try to understand history. And it's a lifelong pursuit. It's a lifelong pursuit. Mm -hmm. And I also believe that it ha it's it has to be, everyone has to take this upon themselves. And your understanding of history is going to be different from mine, is going to be different from Georgie's, is going to be different from, you mm -hmm. know, tanks, et cetera, et cetera. But um, I think it's critical because 
when you experience things like this flu deal, for example, you know, you just have a completely different understanding of what's going on. And, uh, uh, you know, because you see a lot of the same players, you know, take, take any, any of the players like, uh, let's say Bill Gates, for example, you know, is a, he is, you can at least say he is a figure in this, in the, in the, um, he's a figure in the, in the crisis. What? Bill Gates. Bill Gates. Oh. All right. Well, Mm -hmm. he has a history and, yeah. And his parents have a history and his grandparents have a history. What I'm saying is if you're someone who's trying to who has taken time to actually dive in and try to understand that over time, then you see you see Bill Gates today which with much more context than someone else does. Yeah. So, anyway, I um, I'm on yeah, a total soapbox right now. Step- is realizing that we, things were not normal in our country before, and that's why it's you don't you can't like you can't like figure out if it's going to go back to normal because what what was the normal? You know, it it wasn't normal. True, that's a good point. The the advertising and media in this country have like destroyed our country destroyed it and it's not it wasn't normal and you can just see that by the health of our citizens if that's not enough proof like i don't know what is and that was created by telling people what is good for them and whether it was some grand scheme to do it or it just happened because People realize that they could make money off selling things to the American people that are not good for them. And each individual person that that was that made that that greed situation, it just happened to turn into something so terrible. Like, you know, so either it was a a scheme or it just happened. But one way or the other, a certain way of life was sold to us. And it is killing people. And I think, you know, that is is getting, hopefully that actually is getting blown up. But uh, things weren't normal before. So um, things are definitely going to change. But I hope people can work out what's important and trust, trust their gut, you know, and that we could come back from all this. Totally. We'll see. Time will tell. Time will tell. I guess so to answer this person's question just kind of in a simple way, I agree with Robo. I think things have changed forever. Um, and uh, I think there's going to be a whole lot of Zoom meetings and uh, and 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 this uh, metaverse shit. You know, I think that's where we're headed. That type of thing. Um, I'm already getting asked more and more, <clears throat> you know, Hey, when are you going to, when are you going to buy some land in the metaverse? When are you going to, you know, mm-hmm. 
put your podcast in the metaverse. I don't know. Anyway, hey, it's we're an hour and 16 in, dear. I got to get going, mm-hmm. actually. Listen, Robo, right. can you hang on while I wrap things up? Yeah. Okay. Everyone, it's so good to be back. I want to thank everyone again for all the well wishes. I can't tell you how how much that helped me. I really appreciate it, Robo Kitty. You're one of those people, you know. And uh, it's great to be back. So much fun. Thank you all. I will be back again tomorrow. Same bad time, same bad place. Um, in the meantime, until we meet again tomorrow, I want to remind you, you're good people. I like you. And uh, until we meet again, don't take any shit. Oh, sorry. Robo, I took your line. Sorry, that's your line. I forgot how this works. Robo has something to remind you. Uh, I love you guys, and I missed you all. I missed you all. I love you all. GG, Tank, everybody else. Um, don't take any shit from anyone, all right? Very good. I okay. couldn't have said it better myself, dear. Okay, we will see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. <laughs>